0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Israel's war on Hamas. We have eliminated many hundreds of terrorists. Civilian death toll in the hundreds. We're
1: so scared. We don't feel safe. We don't feel safe.
0: America watches nervously. It's a terrifying time. Good morning, I'm Peter King with the CBS World News Roundup. Israeli airstrikes have bombarded downtown Gaza City three days after Hamas attacks inside Israel. At least 1,600 people on both sides have been killed in the fighting. Our team coverage begins with correspondent Holly Williams in southern Israel near the Gaza border.
2: Israel says it's targeting Hamas, which it and the U.S. designate as a terrorist group. Palestinian officials say more than 700 people have been killed, including children. In the town of Khan Yunus, Palestinians dug through the rubble with their bare hands in a search for survivors. Israel's Prime state, Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, promised his people they would have vengeance. No
1: Hamas will understand that by attacking us, they've made a mistake of historic proportions. We will exact a price that will be remembered by them and Israel's other enemies for decades to come.
2: Israel says around 1,500 militants have been killed on its land. And Hamas also took hostages. They claim over 100 of them now chips the militants can use in a game of deadly blackmail. Last night, via this audio message, Hamas threatened to kill one of the hostages every time Israel bombs Palestinian civilians without warning, also threatening to broadcast it on video.
0: CBS Evening News anchor Nora O'Donnell has spoken with an Israeli woman who escaped the Hamas attack with her family.
1: Mary Masika tells us her family barely survived. They woke up to missiles early Saturday morning. Then, militants arrived in her kibbutz, shooting and setting fire to apartments. What do you think would have happened to you and your family if you had stayed in your apartment? Burned to death. Instead, Miri, her husband, and three children decided to make their escape, jumping out of their second-floor window. Neighbors ushered them into a bomb shelter, where they waited for seven hours. Eventually, Israeli soldiers arrived, evacuating them through gunfire. Their bus hit on the way to Tel Aviv. Do you have any clothes with you, any belongings? Nothing.
0: National Security Council spokesman John Kirby tells CBS Mornings at least 11 Americans have been killed, with others unaccounted for.
1: Sadly, uh, we have to accept the grim possibility that some of those Americans who are unaccounted for could be of those that are being held hostage by Hamas.
0: Anti-Semitic activity is reported up around this country as many Jews live in fear of what could happen here as well as what may happen to their loved ones in Israel. CBS Minnesota's Esme Murphy has more on that.
1: Rabbi Marsha Zimmerman of Temple Israel says almost everyone who is Jewish in the Twin Cities has someone in Israel they know or are related to. That includes her and her husband, prominent state representative Frank Hornstein. Everybody in our family are safe and have been moved out of their homes and are with relatives. The rabbi says Jews in the Twin Cities are frightened. Let's just be honest about this. The fear of increased anti-Semitism at home what this means for all of us in the Jewish community. Palestinian Americans are fearful too. Tahir Herzala is a field director for American Muslims for Palestine.
2: Uh, I have family in Gaza. Uh, They're under constant aerial bombardment. Uh, We've been trying to reach them over the past uh, 48 hours with uh, little success.
0: The White House says members of the special counsel's office have interviewed President Biden about classified documents that were in his possession after his vice presidential terms. The president is set to deliver remarks on the Hamas attacks on Israel this afternoon. The House of Representatives remains paralyzed because of the lack of a speaker. A vote could happen tomorrow and Louisiana Republican Steve Scalise wants the job. He says the vacancy needs to be filled quickly. We've got to get back on track This is a dangerous world right now. We stand strongly with Israel. The
1: House needs to get back to work.
0: Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich has just lost his appeal. He'll stay in a Russian prison until the end of November. Gershkovich has been held there on espionage charges since late March.
2: This podcast is supported by FedEx.
0: San Francisco police say officers shot and killed the driver who rammed his car into the Chinese consulate yesterday afternoon. So far, there's no word on a motive. Nobody else was hurt. The Long Riders' strike against Hollywood Studios is officially over. Here's CBS's Jennifer Kuyper.
2: Members of the Writers Guild of America approve a new contract with major studios five months after union members hit the picket line. The WGA says 99% of the roughly 8,500 votes supported the deal, which includes pay raises and some protections around the union of artificial intelligence.
0: The U.S. Supreme Court will hear a case involving a fired UBS employee who says the company violated whistleblower laws by firing him. CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. The law protecting whistleblowers in the financial services industry requires that the employee prove that the bank intended to fire the employee in retaliation for refusing to falsify financial information. But who has the burden of proof on the question of retaliation, the employee or the employer? New research predicts that stroke deaths could double over the next three decades or so.
1: CBS's Matt Piper has more on how to keep those numbers down. Unless urgent action is taken, the number of people who die from stroke globally is estimated to increase by 50% by 2050 to 9.7 million deaths a year. So says study author Dr. Sheila Martins, who's a neurologist and president of the World Stroke Organization. She says with exercise, you can reduce risk of stroke by 36%, healthy eating by 25%. The
0: jackpot keeps rising for hopeful Powerball players like this woman in Jacksonville, Florida.
1: How many times have it rolled over and over and over and over?
0: 35 times after nobody matched all the numbers again last night. Tomorrow night's jackpot, an estimated 1.73 billion. That's billion with a B.
1: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
0: The World Pumpkin Growing Championship has a great pumpkin winner. KCBS's Matt Bigler is in Half Moon Bay, California. Pumpkins the size of small cars were gently lowered onto the official scale. I'm going to hit the switch right now. Two, seconds That weight set a world record, the winning gourd grower Travis Ginger from Minnesota. Basically start with a good soil and feed it. In 60 days, this thing grew 2,000 pounds. This was the 50th anniversary of the weigh-off. The 1st prize pumpkin in the early 70s weighed only 132 pounds. Matt Bigler for CBS News, Half
1: Moon Bay, California. The
0: Arizona Diamondbacks have beaten the L.A. Dodgers in Game 2 of baseball's division series. One more Arizona win sends the Dodgers home for the winter after they racked up 100 regular season wins. And that's the World News Roundup for Tuesday, October 10th, 2023. I'm Peter King, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey.
2: Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels